Greetings. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover, and I am joined by my husband this episode, Ari Vukitas. I am your husband for all episodes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's a late at night. It's been a long, long day. And I'm so glad to be talking to you all because we actually took all of May off. I I was uh, banking episodes early on, so I'm sure you noticed that all of the episodes lately are like, we are knee deep still in this pandemic. Um, (laughs) Christmas is just around the corner and I don't know what President Carter is going to do. Yeah, it's they're really old. They predate podcasting. It's bizarre. Yeah. So, so yeah, so that's why everyone seemed like they were in a time machine, because they were. So I'm so happy to be back out of the time machine with you in all In modern now. times when there is no more pandemic and <laughs> everything's back to normal. Everything is normal. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, hello. There's so much, I feel like there's so much to tell you. Oh my God, there's so much. There's like a book full of just things that, I wish there was literally a book. It's not literally a book. But we just, should write a book. All we're missing is time and work ethic. <laughs> um, so Ari and I have three kids. Uh, we share them. Uh, they're all boys. <laughs> we have a five-year-old, a nine-year-old, and a ten-year-old. Yep. Yep. That's what's going on. So how's it going, Ari? Oh, it's, I mean, it's 1130 on a Monday. The kids might be asleep and I am bringing my A game to this podcast right now. (laughs) Full of energy, got some morning zoo vibes going, feeling good. Oh boy. Yeah, refusing to approach this, acting as tired as I feel. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I think we all appreciate that. I hope so. So I fucking hope so. We're just going <laughs> to, Ari and I are going to talk and then we'll read some of your emails. And uh, so let's see, let's fill you all in on what's been going on over here. So Ari and I just took a moment to figure out what were the sort of big highlights. It's weird to call them highlights because they're low lights in our life, but they're highlights that we bring to you, I'm going to call listener. it blooper reel. <laughs> It's like a parenting blooper reel. Yeah, it's yeah. like our life blooper reel that we're just carefully cultivating, carefully, just every day, yeah. pruning this beautiful topiary of shit show that is our life. Yeah. Um, I, I have really have a way with words. Okay. Just like a poison ivy topiary. <laughs> so, so much has happened. We had to, like, write them all down. Uh, this past weekend... As of press time, we all went to Griffith Park. Um, I was teaching an outdoor class, and uh, so Betsy had the kids for a couple hours. And so I connected with you at the end of you having the kids for two hours, yeah. which and, which apparently sort of nightmarish. And yeah. we all got in the car. Surprise. Surprise. We got in the car. Surprise. The kids complained a lot. The kids complained a lot. And they fought. Can you believe it? Yeah. And Odie does his new thing, which is throwing rocks at people. Yeah, that was fun. Um, and swearing. And swearing. So much. And he swears like a five-year-old oh. who swears a lot. So he'll say stuff like, you fucking dumb dumb. Yeah. Which is like kind of amazing. Yeah. You're a fucking... S-word. Yeah. That's my favorite one. You're, is a, like, fucking you're a fucking S-word. Oh, it's great. Everything's going great. Guys. Everything's awesome. So we got in the car to go home. And sometimes, you know, Odie will just decide like, not nah, today I shall ruin this day. Yeah. Right. 
So he would just get mad and yell and his brothers were doing their best, but he was just hitting and being awful and blah, 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 blah. So long story short is, you know, we were both just shell-shocked and exhausted from this after we just came home. We crawled under the house. We just hid there. And then I was talking yeah, we to- we did crawl under the house. It was yes, crazy. We don't have a basement. We just crawled under the house, yeah. burrowed underneath. Um, With all those skeletons that I keep there. And uh, I keep all my dead bodies under the house. You think so, but I've moved some of them. What? Surprise! What? You got to keep your marriage fresh, guys. <laughs> um, so, uh, and so, you know, I am, of course, as are you, like, very, like, uh, just on edge about everything. And so with his in, brothers. Oh, in terms of. In terms of Odie. Setting him off. Setting him off, Right. Yeah, we are all on eggshells, which we, are, we have discussed before. Yes. yes. So, you know, and so I, I'll constantly be telling his brothers, like, don't, just don't look at him. Just don't, don't say anything. Yeah. Just don't, don't, don't tickle him. Don't, don't do that. Right. And so I I'm said, like, don't poke the bear. Just right. don't poke the bear. And so I said to Rex, I was like, cause you remember what happened earlier today? Uh, you guys had the worst fight you have ever had. And he said, oh no. That was not the worst fight we've ever had. And I was like, really? And he goes, community service day. So I was not there for that. So apparently that was worse than this last weekend. Wow. Well, let's go through. Let's let's figure this out. Let's go to my uh, my memory palace. My uh, Your mind fortress. My mind castle. So Ajax, uh, our nine-year-old, is a sweetie pie and uh, a real woke bro. Uh, <laughs> and uh, if, so he he wanted to do some community service. And so he and I talked about it. And he is raising money and collecting canned goods for the food bank. So I thought, well, maybe I should be looking for other opportunities just around our community to help out. And so I got this email from our like assembly person. It was like, hey, there's a day of community service. And I was like, fuck yeah, this sounds perfect. Like, we'll go. It'll be a whole community thing. Uh, and it'll teach the kids <laughs> that community service is a good thing. And, and I'll instill in them good values of out charity and and good works but also for the record remember this was our nine-year-old's idea this isn't mom forcing them to do something right no uh, yeah i was like we're gonna we're gonna do this and he was like awesome and then the other two were like go <laughs> fuck, fuck yourself. yourself you, you effing s-word effing <laughs> <S-word, yeah. laughs> um and i you had to like work or something there was i Teaching or something. There yeah. was some reason was I couldn't be yeah, there. There was some reason you couldn't be there. And there was some reason that I had to bring all three of them. Maybe just because I was like, you're going to fucking learn to be grateful. That's the other thing. Because our 10-year-old is so ungrateful. So I'm on this sort of war path, too, to, like, show him, like, let's be grateful. Let's not be. Because right. every now and then, like, one of the buttons he knows to push with us is every now and then he'd be like, Mama, why don't you do some work once in a while? And then it's just like, Hulk smash! Oh. Oh, oh boy yeah dear listener i'm sure you can relate so we go to this thing we're running late of course we show up there's like no place to park when i looked it up online the it it looked as if 
the place we were going to had a large parking lot. And I was like, awesome. And then as we drove up to the place, I realized there the big gathering for this thing is in that large parking lot. Oh. And it's all fenced off. So then I had to like drive around the block and we were in the city so you know we live in the city but this was like deeper in the city and so i had to park a right like right next to this abandoned lot where we walked past uh like a, a few uh, essentially like a, a tent city which is always fun when you're a woman alone with three little kids uh, just walking around a tent city uh, in an abandoned lot. So I was like, walk fast. Because like, I don't know these people. I don't know who's in there. They might be very nice people. They may be uh, t- scary people. They're probably like the rest of L.A. Most of them are really nice. And there's a couple scary ones in there. <laughs> That's just the human population in a major city. And so we're running late and I don't know what to expect for this thing. And and so I can't find a good parking spot. And I end up having to park sort of where I don't think I'm allowed to park. It's sort of like an entrance, but it's an entrance entrance to this abandoned lot. It's like, <laughs> well, is anyone really trying to access this driveway to an abandoned lot? But then also part of me is like, what if I get fucking towed and then I'm stuck with these oh my three God. kids right. for parking in front of an abandoned lot and like, is any of this really like, like worth it to yeah, like, go do this community service? Right. So, I'm ha- we're hauling. We get there. Whole bunch of community people. And here's what I re- start to realize right away. This is less of a community getting together to do good and more of a demonstrative opportunity to take photos oh no local leaders with uh, salt of the earth people from the community holding shovels so you volunteered to be an extra in a pr event pretty much so we yeah 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 so there's lots of speeches and we're all standing in the fucking sun and it's there's lots of speeches, lots of tents, lots of like food and drinks, which is great. Right. Um, but also, again, this is a government of I, I feel like I don't want to be like, hey, kids, go fucking wild. Because like, I don't know. But also, w- what's more L.A. than like we're going to go downtown to the middle of a tent city and talk about community service? Yes. So we had, so like our assembly person, Nithya Rahman was there, no big oh, deal. And She's by the kind way, of a big deal. our nine-year-old, when he gets an idea to do community service, he prints up some flyers, it Google translates them into the local languages, g- takes you, goes door to door, collects all these cans. So a child wanting to do community service can get it done, oh. but you get adults in there. And you get the government in there, and it was just like this just... It was like this bloated, ambling, just impractical thing. There are all these tents. There are all, all this food, all these drinks. Okay. But like no one really seems to understand like uh, what sh- we should be doing. So they're like, are okay. The food and, really quick, are the food and drinks going to the people in Tent City? Or no. They're, no, no. They're going We're to the volunteers that tent drove city. there. It's okay. LA. They're everywhere. Right. That's right. Fair it's enough. LA and a Tent City. It's like a, a Taco Bell and a Pizza Hut together. <laughs> I met that combination, Tent City and L.A., whatever it is. <laughs> I'm 
at the Ten City. I'm at the Los Angeles. I'm at the Ten City combination. Ten City and Los Angeles. Ridiculous. Okay, it's a very old reference. Anyway, the after like a half an hour of fucking speeches. So that was the other thing. I was like, let's go. We gotta go. I'm gonna be late. Are they gonna tow my car? Fine, let's go. We get there. Everyone's just standing around listening to a fucking local assembly person tell a give a speech and we're all standing in the hot hot sun and so the kids are dicking around they're like sitting in a parking lot and they're getting all filthy and just like eating a muffin great so finally the speeches are over and they're like let's have a photo op okay so there's a photo op that takes about 10 minutes Several, lots of photos. Oh, no, we all have to get photos. Also, I'm like, oh, well, surely I should go near the front with our children because they're the they're really the only children there. And I was like, <laughs> um, me children. Uh, but also they're they're short. So I was like, let's put them in the front, obviously, if we're going to be in this picture. But all of these people who are clearly there to have their photo taken, like as part of this photo opportunity were like kind of like edging out like like standing in front of our kids and stuff which was like so gross to witness so it was like ugh, it was yeah it was it was like not how you can serve your community ask how your community can serve your photo yeah like ask how your community could best work into your instagram branding so so we're like okay that's weird so then they're like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> and then and then it's bizarre kind of <laughs> chaos. And everyone's kind of milling around. It's like, um, so what or what do what? Like, where do we go? And everyone's like, oh, I don't know. We're just like in groups. And I was like, oh, okay. What group should we be in? They were like, um, I don't know, just like find a group. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay. And so I just find an I, I uh, so I go to this lady and I'm like, what do we do? And I didn't want to be a bitch, but it was just sort of like, um, we're here to help. Fucking tell us how to help. Like, what? You literally, you answered the call. Your congressman or whatever was like, <laughs> my we're doing a thing. Yeah. leaders have asked for my help. And so I am here offering my help. Please tell me what the fuck and, to do. And, and given that they're edging out the kids in the photo, y- you can't even be a prop in their photo thing. So literally... <laughs> You're just there as parking ticket bait so far. <laughs> and so also there, there are all these people just they have like boxes of gloves and each team seems to have their own color of gloves. And I'm like, is oh this God. a part of it if I take the wrong glove? And uh, and of course, the gloves are like huge on the kids. They don't fit and they hate wearing them. And then they're like passing out. <laughs> they have this truck and it's full of rakes, shovels, brooms. And that's and 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 that's it. And trash bags. Were you clearing a field? So we join this group and <laughs> so we walk and walk and we are just a, a lot of the time we were picking up like cigarette butts off of private property <sighs> where like these people are responsible for this patch of grass in front. Right. Or like here is this abandoned lot that someone does own and should legally be obligated to keep clean outside of, but aren't. So we were like picking up all of that. And because it, there were all these sort of tent cities all around, sometimes we would come across just 
I mean, so much refuse and huge, like, things that people had burned and, like, broken glass and just, you know, you know, sometimes it was as if someone had been living there and then had moved. So there was, like, all this stuff and it wasn't even, like, stuff you could necessarily put into a bag. And also, (laughs) the things that they had given us, like, uh, brooms and uh shovels like it, it was it was just really weird oh and they gave the kids like little tiny brooms oh my god <laughs> they were, like little like tiny brooms like like from like a play it was so crazy oh my god our kids didn't <laughs> love chores before this but we're really teaching them the value of community service well, now. i just say ajax the nine-year-old who wanted to do this in the first place was so like on board enthusiastic was like the whole time helping like he he was amazing yeah yesterday he said i really hope i get to be president (laughs) great got my vote me too but the 10 year old (sighs) he wasn't on board he wasn't on board i don't know i don't know if it was the half hour in the beating sun listening Uh to boring adults and then wandering around uh aimlessly in a parking lot waiting for people to give us directions that doesn't check out that's the kind of thing a a sense that a 10 year old really is into usually (laughs) yeah and i don't mean for like perfect to be the enemy of good or whatever but there was so much like waste that went into right. this event. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, of course. I think that's why I was fixated on the food because I was like, we're here for this community event, but now look, we're we're using like 400 like rubber gloves for no reason well, it, and like especially when a week before you guys proved that with a cardboard box and a little initiative, you can concretely just like get $100 of food in like an hour. Yeah. Yeah, Ajax has raised like $500 for the food bank and like a big box of food. So yeah, I, maybe that was part of it. it. Was just like, "Oh, this is this is so like this it's it's theater." Yeah. We'll post the link for Ajax's food drive uh, on the Facebook group unless we decide we shouldn't do that, in which case we will. <laughs> so, so yeah, as we were doing this, Rex was increasingly not cooperative. He wasn't picking things up. He was complaining. It's hot. I'm bored. And, and to be fair to him, like, yeah. he complains when things are good. So yeah. this is legitimately bad. Totally. Yeah, I get it. Like, what 10-year-old wants to be in the hot sun picking up garbage? I get it. But also... <sighs> Come on, man. I don't <laughs> right. I don't make you stand in the hot sun to pick up garbage every day. It's just this one time. Right. For so we could take a picture with the assemblyman. Uh, <laughs> uh, so so yeah, he so I think we did that's the other thing. We only probably did it for like I don't know what, 45 minutes an hour. And it was so like just it wasn't organized in a practical way. It was just this tight group of people going down the street no organization no one was like hey let's do this or like let's sweep this into the shovel or whatever just everyone was like uh i found something should i put it here like because uh. i think a lot of times at like the the local level of like local politics a lot of times that's where a lot of the important good stuff gets done but also 
that's also the minor leagues of politics. So that's when people like don't aren't they're not great community organizers yet. And some low level staffer was like, you know what we should do? We should get the community out. And the, the their boss was like, yeah, let's do this. And then that's all the planning that happened. Yes, that's right. I think that's right. I think the I the idea was great, but the execution. The actual follow through of actually going in the streets and cleaning up didn't quite work. And I don't know if you guys have met my wife, Betsy Stover, but she likes an efficient plan. Mm. I love a system. Yeah, loves a system. If it's not working, we need to work it. We need to hone it. We need to make it more efficient. Yeah. uh, Surprisingly, having her fucking time wasted, not her favorite thing. Not my favorite. It's actually like my least favorite. So as we did this, yeah, the 10-year-old gets more and more belligerent. At one point, I'm like, I'm like down the block and I just see him down at the very, like he's slowing the whole group down. Like someone else (laughs) is clearly, I could tell, he like sat down just on some steps and I could see some woman being like, Hey, are you, um, we should probably, you know, and I, I was like, I guess we, I guess he lives here on the street now because I just can't, uh, I'm a block away. You live here in this tent city, I suppose. Uh, well, there's lots of stuff here, burnt stuff mostly. Um, and, um, meet some people with some actual stuff to complain about. And so by the time we got back, and I feel like there was more just like self congratulate, like just sort of like, we are so great. We did it, everyone. It was just like, fuck this. <laughs> Let's go. And everyone was so over it. And pretty sure everyone like fought really hard in the car. Oh, yeah. Was that like the big fight? I, the, that was the big fight because I heard you guys before the you got in the driveway. Oh, my God. I buried the lead. Was yes. that the big, big fight? That was the fight where, like, somebody scratched up somebody's hands. Okay. Through. Okay. So I had forgotten about... Look at this. My mind was protecting me. Mm-hmm. My mind castle, my memory palace, had um, made, like, a little cocoon, like a padded room, like a padded room <laughs> with a lock on it where those memories lived. The, the mind has a boundless capacity to suppress trauma. Yes, it's true. So, let's see. Let me open the padlock to that padded room of insanity. <laughs> hmm, it looks like someone's right. nailed it shut. Let's take a crowbar and pry the boards off this. Oh, someone's written beware in blood. Let's keep going. So, everyone's hot, sweaty, dirty, angry, hungry, bored. We, <laughs> I'm even all of these things. We get into the car Odie, is, the five-year-old, is mad. What else is new? It's it's one of those cla- classic. It's like, okay. It's like it's like apple pie and vanilla ice cream. It's classic. Uh, <laughs> how, uh, so the littlest one is in his car seat in the middle, and it's like, oh, he's touching me. I'm, I'm hitting him. Don't touch me. Don't hit me. You kicked me. Why is your leg even there? Like, uh, just, you know. And for those of you who have not been in our car, we have a reasonably small, but like an average car. So, like, yeah, people are going to be touching. Yeah. But for those, you know, 200 of you listening who have been in our car. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So we have a Prius. We have a Prius limo. (laughs) (laughs) We have a Prius Hummer. Yeah. It has a hot tub. 
<laughs> and a time machine. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> so, yeah. So we have a Prius and the three kids are crammed back there. And it is what it is. We used to have a minivan and then the pandemic hit. And we're like, why are we fucking spending all this money every, you know, month to have a car that we don't go anywhere in? So we're, we got rid of it. And uh, and everyone's sad about it. Too bad. Okay. <laughs> So they're back there and they're fighting and they're kicking and they're punching. And then Odie is like, I hate you. Like, fuck you. And and I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, on one hand, I could stop the car and be like, no, like, stop it. Like, we're going to sort this out right now. And then part of me is like, we are a mile from home. Like, let's just get. That's the other thing. We were like a mile from home. Yeah. Okay, so to put that into perspective. Oh, I remember. I was this when I had a doctor's appointment that they ended up having canceled without telling me, so I could have been there after all. Oh my god, that sounds right. That yeah. sounds right. So Odie tells his brothers, "I hate you," and then and fuck you, and it just like it spot it just it snowballed real fast, real fast. Then his his uh, Rex starts crying. And then I see that as an opportunity to guilt Odie into stopping and apologizing. So I make sort of a deal of it. And I'm like, look, Odie, you're hurting your brother's feelings. You're hurting my feelings, you know. And then and then Rex started with real tear or real tears, but then has clearly he's seeing that he can capitalize on this. Right. So then that is making him cry more and be more upset because he sees that it is scoring him points. Right. He's getting his feelings validated. He is the center of attention. He is the victim here. Yes. Yes, exactly. And uh, yes. And he's allowing his brother to really be the bad guy. And so he's reveling in it, which is, you know, I get. Yes. And then our nine-year-old Ajax sees all of this and he starts crying and he's like, oh my gosh, Odie, this is so terrible. Like you're hurting Rex and that makes me hurt. And so all, and then Odie is like, fuck you. (laughs) But he's like, but he's crying. That's the other, it was so crazy. But he was crying and he was like, fuck you, fuck you. I hate you. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, what do I do? Like, I, I, I just, we need to get home. Like, nothing, if I stop the car and we're like, let's all fucking rap about our feelings. Like, <laughs> nothing, nothing good is going to come of that. No. We just need to get the fuck home. Right. Like, we just need to get home, and I need to not be with these people, and and I don't know how to rectify this, and I'm out of my depth, and this is awful. I can't believe I forgot about all of that. No, I can believe. Okay. <laughs> it was the worst. So so all three of them are crying. Odie w- is like, he can't stop saying, fuck you, shut up, I hate you. Every time he does that, it's a dagger through my heart. And then, it's, and then his brothers, his, his oldest brother has a very uh, theatrical reaction to it, which I also, I'm sure, is based in, you know, yes. real feelings as well. But it's, uh, you know, it's sweetened. Yes. Um, you know, in, in television, they add like a laugh track. They call that sweet. They sweeten it. Uh, he was kind of uh, emotionally sweetening this moment with his emotions. And then, of course, that actually does make the nine-year-old really upset. So they're all crying, screaming, yelling swearing fighting it escalates then 
more physical back there. And again, I'm like, should I stop? But also like, we're so close to home. If we could just get home, we can get out of this tiny car. Right. Put some food in them, separate them, get them out of the sun. Get them something to drink and eat. Take a photo with a congressman. Yes. <laughs> something helpful. So the 10-year-old and the 5-year-old are are getting physical, scratching each other, kicking, hitting each other. They're sitting right next to each other in the car. When we get home, I think I'm just texting you. I'm like, get like meet me outside. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I can't I can't do this. Like, I need you to meet me in the driveway. Yeah, you're like, I will be home in eight minutes, in three minutes. I need you outside. Yeah. And so when I pull up and you aren't outside, I just honk the horn, uh, if you recall. Oh, yes, because I was coming. I was putting my shoes on. But I was like, why are your shoes not fucking on? Like, be outside waiting like I'm a fucking Uber to the airport. Like, I needed you anyway. So... I, I coast into the... T- oh, my God. that's Oh, no. That was another time. There was another time recently where the kids were yelling at each other. And again, Odie was yelling, fuck you. I hate you. It's fun. We're having a lot of fun, you guys. Yeah, guys. I think a year inside has done us some good. Um, <laughs> a lot of nice family time. And I looked bonding. over and there was an older woman in a car with her, also with her windows down. And uh, and I just gave her a look. And I was just like, uh, you know, I I give up. Uh, what can you do? And I, she she like ign- I because I thought she was gonna be like, boy oh boy, what a bunch of garbage people. But she, I think she said something like, uh, what did she say? Well, whatever she said, it was very. She saw me. I felt seen and validated. It was nice. Thank you, older woman in your car. Um, thank you very much. Call, call. So we pull up. I honk the horn. I turn off the car. I just get out of the car. The kids get out of the car. Crying and yelling. Crying and yelling and screaming. Um, Except Odie, who is still in his seatbelt and won't get out of the car. Oh, well, I don't think I took him out of the seatbelt yet. No, but he I wouldn't was let like, me do it. When goodbye. I went there, and he was like, I want to stay in the car. Yeah. I'm so mad. He's so mad. He's so mad. And he's like... And he's again, he's crying. He's red faced like he's he's also sad. Yeah. But he's like not letting himself feel the it was very uh, Anakin Skywalker, uh, (laughs) just like watching him just embrace the dark uh, and just be like, I guess I guess I'll let this poison consume me inside. Um, And then at some point we look and he's got these nail marks on his arm i think it, oh was it him or is it rex someone had, odie had that odie had them yeah the five-year-old had these like gouges yeah and to me it was very clear that his brother had pin had like dug his dug his nails into his arm right. and like did it really hard but at no point was there like a, a moment where i remember this that this happened it was just sort of all part of the ongoing insanity that was happening back there and i and i was like who did this and he was like rex and then rex was like i didn't do that and he was so convincing and 
But I think part of it was he was high on the own, his own supply of being the good guy and being the victim in that moment. But I, I do remember that because there was, it was like all signs point to this is him having done this. But there was something about the way he was making his argument that I was like, okay, except that it's not really in the five-year-old's vocabulary to do a false flag operation yeah. and grab his own... And although, grab his own arm. Although everyone's nails were too long, and so it's not impossible because this last weekend, Odie did, in his rage, cut That's himself right. a little bit on his cheek. So. That's right. But I, I'm pretty sure this had to be his brother, but I don't know for sure. It yeah. could have been him making, like, I don't know. And so you, you stalked upstairs, and they were each trying to play their case to me. And, Wait, I was and just really like, quick, yeah. I, and I just, like, couldn't. I tried my best to Agatha Christie through it, but, like, I just fucking couldn't because I was so fried from that community service thing, all of that shit, um, and, and then the ride home that I just... It, again, I, I overuse this metaphor, but it was like I had run a marathon and then someone was like, hey, but n- now do this logic puzzle. And I was just like, <laughs> wait, what? I can't. I just ran this marathon. So I just couldn't deal. Yeah. And then that was that. And then they were each trying to plead their case to me. And I was just like, you guys, I don't care who did it. <laughs> That's like, the I'm hard sorry. thing. I was like, I don't, honestly, I just don't care. I just, can you all just not do this shit? And I, yeah. And I tried to explain. I was like, look, there is, I've heard you all. All of it's convincing. None of it's convincing. There's no way for me to know. Yeah. You're all a victim. You're all guilty. Right. So I'm just, so I just don't care. Just come inside. Let's. Let's n- never watch speak television of this. if you guys have been allowed to watch television. Let's or, yeah. Put it in our mental uh, palace. In a lockbox. Lockbox, padded room. 2020 was a real doozy. And if you're anything like everyone else, you might be feeling like it's time to get some help and talk with someone. Better help is a customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. I don't know anyone who isn't struggling right now, and it doesn't hurt to reach out for help. You deserve to feel happy. So what is therapy exactly? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. You can get help with motivation, depression, anxiety. Maybe you're having anger issues, stress, dealing with insecurity in relationships or at work. Maybe difficulties with your romantic relationships or your kids. Whatever you need. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. I tried it out and I was amazed at how easy it was to find a therapist and I was really impressed by how quickly they reached out to me. So join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. See if it's for you because you are your greatest asset. You got to put your oxygen mask on first before you can help everyone else. So for Why Mommy Drinks listeners, BetterHelp is going to give you 10% off your first month if you go to betterhelp.com drinks. So again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drinks. And let's slide into 2021 feeling strong, happy, and healthy. Now that life is starting back up again, I'm trying to make healthier, smarter choices for my family and myself. My kids are always begging for ice cream and cookies, and let's be honest, so am I. It's hard to find food that your kids will like that you feel good about feeding them. And that's why I love scenic fruit smoothie packs. 
Scenic fruit smoothie packs are made with 100% fruit that is grown organically on their family farm in the United States. As a mom, I feel good giving it to my kids because there are no added fructose syrups, no preservatives, and no added sugars. Scenic Fruits smoothie packs come frozen to your door, ready to blend in great organic flavors like strawberry banana blueberry and mango strawberry raspberry. And my favorite, kale avocado banana pineapple. I know I just said kale and avocado, but oh my gosh, it is delicious and it's good for you. Their smoothies are rich in flavor and vitamins. Scenic fruit smoothies are also super easy to make. When I'm in a rush to pick up the kids from school, I can make a nutritious meal on the go. Or when my kids are begging for snacks like baby birds, I know that I can go to the freezer, rip open a scenic fruit smoothie pack, throw it in the blender, add eight ounces of whatever I want. I like to use whatever juice we have on hand and lickety split, I've got a smoothie. When I make them from scratch, it takes forever because I'm trying to balance out the flavors, make sure it's sweet enough, make sure it's not a weird texture. And I feel like I never add enough liquid and I'm constantly futzing with it. But scenic fruit smoothies are so much easier than that. I truly highly recommend that you try out scenic fruit smoothie packs. You can order them online at getscenicfruit.com. Scenic, like, uh, what a beautiful scenic view. And use the code WMD to save 20% off your first order. It's not available in all 50 states, so check the website for details. GetScenicFruit.com, code WMD for 20% off your first order. My mommy drinks. So this is from Maureen O'Malley. Hi, Betsy and the whole Why Mommy Drinks gang. Hmm. I love the podcast, and as a new mom, you all make me feel so seen and allow me to laugh at the ridiculousness of parenthood. The fact that my 10-month-old will start dancing when I turn on the podcast with the opening music always makes my heart dance. Yay! Yay! I had to share a story of how I more than likely broke my parents in the early 1990s. <laughs> my 10-year-old had broken me on some points with poop getting in my hair, but that's a story for another time. Oh, God, please... Come back and tell us that story. That is a story for another time. Uh, When my mom took the bar exam in Wisconsin, they would swear in the new lawyers in the state Supreme Court building. I don't know if they still do this, but they did this back then. So my dad had me, age two or three, and my sister, I think she was either 18 months old or 22 months, in the gallery above the chamber to watch my mom get sworn in. I'm guessing I was in mama mode and wanted to be with my mom and could see her. I started screaming and crying for my mom that it could be heard from the floor of the court. My grandparents were with us, so my dad handed my sister off to them and carried me out to the hall. Well, the state Supreme Court chambers is in the state capitol in Madison, so my dad carried me out into the rotunda. I proceeded to scream so loud that I could be heard throughout the building. Because, yes, our rotunda is acoustically... It's going to do that. It's... It's like a parabola. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like, oh, oh no, she's disturbing everyone. Let's bring her onto the stage uh, where no one can hear her. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. My dad did his best to calm me, but missed my mom getting sworn in. So when I apparently calmed down, my dad took us into the reception for the new lawyers and families. And I'm guessing I was happy to be with my mom. The chief justice, who apparently has five kids himself, came up to my dad and said to the effect, well, kids will be kids. (laughs) Whenever we go back to Madison for family events, this story would come up and my parents would cringe. (laughs) Thank you for being so awesome. 
and give a space to speak candidly about the good, the bad, and the ridiculousness of parenting. I've included a cute picture of my 10-month-old who is currently running havoc in her makeshift baby jail and destroying her books. Aw, thank you for the picture. Oh, that is a great story, Maureen. Thank you for sharing that. Your poor mom. Your poor dad. Oh, man. Think about all the work that probably had to go into getting to that moment. <laughs> oh. <laughs> also, oh, man. I was going to say, well, why didn't the grandparents? T-? But, like, no, they should be there. I guess I guess dad did have to do it. Yeah. Oh, man. Also, it was a generation ago, so they were just like, well, let the kids do the thing. <laughs> a generation ago. It was the 1990s. Okay. Yeah. This is an email sent a long time ago from a listener named Megan. She says, hi, I discovered your podcast during the lockdown, and I cannot express how much it has helped me out. Parenting is so hard and overwhelming, it helps to know I'm not alone. I'd go on, and I probably will in a later email, but I'm short on time. I'm working my way through chronologically through your podcast. I can't wait to get your experiences through the lockdown. <laughs> and I just <laughs> neither can we. <laughs> and I just listened to the prison porn folk art museum episode. Yeah. <laughs> and I really <laughs> forgot about that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, that was good times. And I really want to share not a shit show, but an amazing experience I've had at the Chicago Art Institute with my kids. Oh, and by the way, I have two kids, a girl age seven and a boy age five, and they show what an art museum could and should be like. We lived in Chicago up until the beginning of this year. One year, I would take my kids to the Art Institute every week because we had a few hours to kill between activities and going home would take too long, and then it would be a struggle to get out the door again. The Art Institute has a fabulous kid and family area that is free and full of activities for kids to work on. But sometimes we would wander into the actual exhibit area. The kid area has what's called a journey maker, where you can print off a packet different themed activities to do in the museum. It lists different wow. pieces of art to find and then an activity to do regarding that piece of art. Draw a picture, answer a question, etc. That's fucking rad. This museum sounds like a real Pinterest mom. <laughs> Then, uh, no, it sounds amazing. Yeah. Good job, Chicago Art Institute. Uh, Wait a second. That's... CIA. Ooh. Oh. No, it's CAI. Whoops. <laughs> Kai Kai. <laughs> what? Hmm? Kai Kai? Yeah, Kai Kai listeners. <laughs> Kai Kai. <laughs> My then four-year-old loved searching for the art. Then she would lay on her belly on the floor in front of it and do the activity. No one cared that a child was laying down on the floor in front of the art. Often when entering a room, the security guard there would direct me to the items the kids would probably like. Oh my God, that's amazing. And the most amazing story I have is that one time one of my kids, I forget which one, touched a statue and made an alarm go off. My child immediately burst into tears and I picked them up to comfort them. A security guard came over and told my kid that it was okay and they weren't in trouble. Nice. That is how art museums should be. Thanks for giving me the opportunity to relive those memories. Megan. P.S. I don't I don't in any way mean to imply that our visits were idyllic and stress-free. The entire time I kept stressing not to touch anything while trying to push a stroller and keep track of the other kid who always touches everything and answering a thousand questions. But the museum didn't make it harder. 
Oh, that is awesome. Thank you for sharing that, Megan. Yes. I know that I am now going to go to that museum and steal a lot of art because the security guards are not doing their jobs. <laughs> is that the takeaway? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's not it's not the museum should help instill a love of art from a they, young age. They need to protect it against thieving little fingers. Exactly. Hey, we have a new sponsor, Love Every. It's an awesome service, but since my kids are a little older, our producer Ryan, who has a 20-month-old, is going to share a bit about it. Ryan? Thanks so much, Betsy. My wife and I were so excited to receive the Love Every kit in the mail. We've been having trouble finding age-appropriate toys for our 20-month-old son. Love Every took out all that guesswork. As soon as we opened the box, our son was tearing through all the toys and immediately wanting to play with everything. The play kit comes with an awesome guide that provided excellent tips and ways to play to really work on the skills that my son needs to at his age range. We got a grooved pitcher and glass, perfect for practicing hand-eye control, this geo-shapes puzzle, a flashlight so my son can have one just like daddy, amongst so much more. He is really into this lockbox that was provided, figuring out the different latches and locks, with Love Every, he is finally being engaged and having fun with his toys for more than just a few minutes, which has been something that we've been really having a problem with. Take the guesswork out of your child's play. Choose Love Every today and get free shipping when you sign up to receive your play kits at loveevery.com WMD. That's L-O-V-E-V-E-R-Y dot com slash WMD for free shipping. Loveevery.com slash WMD. So we have a voicemail, and I am going to play it. Hey, guys, it's Janice. Um, I just had to call in and let you guys know that y'all are doing a great job. But I also wanted to give you guys my shit show of the past two weeks. So last Monday, my daughter fell off the couch at my mother's house, and we brought her to urgent care, and urgent care... Like, there's possible a fracture in the growth plate. Well, they set us up with a specialist, and we go in on the Wednesday. And turns out nothing wrong with the growth plate. It's a hairline fracture. They put her in a cast, and they sent us home. Well, by Friday, I noticed that the cast was slipping off my daughter's, like, down my daughter's fingers. So I kept moving the cast up. By Saturday afternoon, she got out of the cast completely called the doctor in a panic because it's Saturday. Nothing opens again till Monday. He said we didn't need to go to the ER unless she was in pain, which she didn't seem to be. So today, Monday, I called and made an appointment to bring her back in to get recast. Well, at first, when we first went in at 10.15 this morning, the doctor was like, good news, the elbow was never broken. Um, we should be seeing rebone growth. There's still some swelling, but it looks like it was never broken. Awesome. Great. I'm thinking she's done. We don't need a cast anymore. She's back to her silly normal self. Get home about 11 o'clock, get the kids lunch, get them situated, put them down for a nap. Well, right after I put them down for a nap, my phone rings. It's the doctor telling me that, oops. He made a mistake in reading the x-rays. Turns out it's actually still fractured, and I need to bring her in right away to get 
uh, it cast up again. So now I'm headed back to the doctor, which is about 45 minutes away, to get my daughter another cast. Hope you guys have a great day. Bye. (laughs) Is there anything slower than urgent care? Okay, part of me me is just thrilled that that doctor uh, even called her back. Because I feel like urgent care a lot of the time isn't going to realize their mistakes. And they're just like, oh, well, oh, well. we're just like the temporary substitute doctor. Yeah. Urgent care is the school nurse. Yes. Yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> I recently had to go to urgent care because I got a splinter in my thumb and it, when we went camping and it got so infected that I... <laughs> Wasn't sure um, if I was going to die or not. And then we tried to find an urgent care that was open on Memorial Day, and none of them are because people don't get injured on Memorial Day. It's true. Janice, that's fucking nuts. I'm so sorry that happened to you. What a shit show. For real. Like, that, that urgent care doctor. My God, dude. They put a cast on her kid that was all fucked up. And then he was like, oh, oopsies. And then she went home 45 minutes away. And I then he's like, oopsies I was looking at the wrong again. x-ray of a different patient upside down, sarcastically and negative light. Because <laughs> it's funny. And when she was like, and just as I got everyone down to nap, and I was like, okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. What's going to, it's like, what's going to happen now? Is it that kid's going to fall off the couch again? Or is the doctor going to... No, yeah, the doctor's going to... Oh, God. Oh. oh, man. I hope she didn't wake them up from the nap just to have to go... She must have not. She sounded like a mom who knew what was up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Please call us with your shit shows. I love to hear them, and I love to hear your voices tell them. And please email us your shit shows as well so that we can read them on the air. I know we don't do it very often, but, you know, we're coming out of the pandemic. Coming out of the dark! Um <laughs> And uh, so hopefully uh, we'll all be a little more functional over here and uh, get shit done. Ari, is there anything you would like to promote? Yeah, I'd like to plug a few things. I would like to plug a recent episode of Kids Say the Darndest Things on Peacock. (gasps) That's right. Was it on Peacock? Was it? No. Nope. I would like to plug a recent episode of Kids Say the Darndest Thing on television. <laughs> Amanda Allen's kids, uh, twin daughters, were on uh, Kids Say the Darndest Things. with, And Tiffany Haddish is the new host. And she is an amazing host. She's, like, perfect. Also, if if you haven't watched her in the new... Oh, God. What is that movie? It's the Eric Andre movie. Oh, my God. Ari, you haven't watched it. No, I haven't seen it. Where is it? Netflix? It's Netflix, yeah. What is the... Is it called Bad Date? Bad Trip. Bad Trip, everyone. You gotta watch the Eric Andre movie, Bad Trip. I think it's on Netflix, maybe. It's definitely on Netflix. And Tiffany Haddish is in it, and it's 
amazing. She is such a fucking talent. She, they're like improvising with. It's like it's like a movie. It's a prank show. It's like everything that that it doesn't even sound good. It's so good. All right, and also everyone, I I want I want to also recommend uh, Bo Burnham's comedy special on Netflix, which is amazing. Do you remember what it was called, Ari? Inside inside it's all about being in the pandemic but like in a funny way and actually i i saw it and um it was a beautiful piece of art and it was also funny and touching and uh i felt very seen and i think you all would really enjoy it but tiffany haddish is the host of kids say the darndest things and she's a fucking delight and she's just like pure perfection and amanda's kids are on it on the twins episode yes and we have a merch on tpublic.com, Why Mommy Drinks, so you can buy t-shirts and coasters and uh, masks. And also, Betsy and I perform live improv comedy on YouTube a couple times a month. Go to IlluminatiImprov.com for schedules. Send us your shit shows at WhyMommyDrinksPodcast at gmail.com. A copy with your shit show 424-279-884 A copy with your shit show 424 with your shit show 424-279-8842 Ari, you're doing a great job. Betsy, hang in there. You are doing a great job. Thank you. I needed to hear that. If you find yourself in a congressional photo op in a tent city or screaming in a rotunda in Madison, Wisconsin, (laughs) or just trying to figure out if your kid has a broken elbow or not, or do they need a cast or not, and gosh darn it, just tell us. (laughs) School nurse, doctor. Or if you're having a thoroughly pleasant experience at a museum. (laughs) (laughs) just know that you are doing a great job my mommy drinks hello listeners of why mommy Drinks. are you ready for a creepy promo my name is Muriel, and I love true crime. I'm Nick, and I am not a fan of true crime. Every week on our new podcast, Muriel's Murders, I handpick a real-life crime story that I think will blow Nick's mind. Muriel is really enthusiastic about researching and telling me these stories, and boy, they are a lot. Some of them are famous. Some of them are weirdly under the radar, but all of them contain crime, violence, and murder from across history and around the globe. How does that make you feel, Nikki? Nervous. Are you ready to hear a story? No. Too bad. Here comes Muriel's Murders. So join us every Wednesday wherever you get your podcasts. And check out the original Muriel's Murders animations on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok at Muriel's Murders. Campfire.